adrenaline junkies rejoice. Take off your bike helmet, put down your coffee mug, and have a gander at the training options that Acute Care Commons STEM, ACCS, brings to those who like their medicine with a little bit of thrill. If you like a bit of variety in your work, ACCS brings you rotations across emergency medicine, acute medicine, anesthetics, and intensive care medicine, giving you some flexibility in your future career. Confused about how it all works? You're not alone. In this guide, we'll go through the types of ACCS training available, whether you should apply for ACCS, and the ACCS curriculum. This article about acute care common STEM, ACCS, was written in May 2022, prior to the release of 2023 recruitment information. It will be updated as soon as information is released. ACCS in a nutshell. Acute Care Common STEM, ACCS, is a broad-based training program for post-FY2 doctors that gives trainees experience in emergency medicine, acute medicine, anesthetics, and intensive care medicine. The aim is to give trainees a broader understanding of all things acute while offering more flexibility to change career direction down the line. ACCS is made up of three different programs, ACCSM, Emergency Medicine, ACCS Anus, Anesthetics, and ACCSM, Internal Medicine, previously known as ACCSAM for Acute Medicine. All three programs share the same curriculum and rotations for the first two years, then diverge for the final one to two years to fulfill the training requirements of their respective specialities. All three acute care common STEM programs share the same six-month rotations in the first two years, emergency medicine, acute medicine, anesthetics, and intensive care medicine. The programs then diverge into training for their respective specialities for a further one to two years. For emergency medicine trainees, ACCSM is the only available core training program and only requires one additional year after the initial phase, with the duration of training expected to total three years. Trainees can then apply for ST4 higher speciality training in emergency medicine. For both ACCSM and ACCS ANUS, however, the ACCS program is a four-year alternative to their three-year core training programs, internal medicine training and core anesthetics training. This means that after the first two years of ACCS, trainees must then undertake an additional two years to complete training requirements and become eligible for ST4 application. Not sure why you do an extra year of training compared to equivalent core training programs? We discuss this in our Should I Do ACCS section. One such upside is that, should you have a change of heart during ACCS training, it's much easier to switch to another ACCS or core training program. It also opens up more options for obtaining an additional CCT, Certificate of Completion of Training, in Intensive Care Medicine. Types of ACCS Training ACCS Emergency Medicine, ACCSM this is a three-year program and is the only available core training route for emergency medicine. The final year of ACCSM focuses on trauma and pediatric emergency medicine. ACCSM trainees use the Kaizen ePortfolio to document their curriculum progress and work-based assessments but have the same ACCS core learning outcomes for the first two years of their training. Before continuing in higher speciality training, Trainees must complete three life support courses, ALS, ATLS, and APLS, 
or equivalent, undertake level 3 safeguarding children training and pass the threemsm exams. ACCS Internal Medicine, ACCSM. Previously known as ACCSAM, this is a four-year program and is an alternative to the Internal Medicine Training, IMT, program. After two years of broad-based training, ACCSM trainees follow the IMT program at the IME2 level, with the same requirements for completion of the program. Taking the ACCS path means that trainees spend an extra year in training to gain M, ICM, and anesthetics rotations, with six months less time spent in medical specialities compared to IMT. During the final two years of ACCSM, trainees are expected to pass the three MRCP exams. After completion of ACCSM, trainees can apply for ST4 posts in higher medical specialities. ACCS Anesthetics ACCS Anus. This is a four-year program and is an alternative to the core anesthetics training program. Following the first two years, ACCS anesthetics trainees will undergo a further two years of training in anesthetics to meet requirements for higher speciality training. Taking the ACCS anesthetics path means spending an extra year in training compared to core anesthetics training to receive training in emergency medicine, acute medicine, and intensive care medicine. While this involves an extra year, it is an excellent option for anesthetics trainees who wish to pursue a career in intensive care medicine. During the final two years of ACCS anesthetics, trainees are expected to pass the three FRCA primary exams. Following completion of ACCS anesthetics training, trainees can apply for ST4 anesthetics. Should I do ACCS training? Do you want to train in emergency medicine? If the answer is yes and you want to join a structured core training program, then ACCSM is your only option. For anesthetics and internal medicine, however, why should you choose ACCS rather than IMT and core anesthetics training? Here are a few reasons why you might want to consider ACCS over traditional core training routes. Reason 1. Exposure to acute and emergency care. While all three parent specialities will inevitably lead to involvement in resuscitation, cardiac arrests, and emergencies in general, ACCS gives you the chance to see how emergencies are treated and escalated across departments. While in the emergency department, you'll learn how to triage and treat emergencies from all specialities. If you're pursuing a career in a medical speciality this may be your only opportunity to get hands-on with surgical, obstetric, and psychiatric emergencies, which may come in handy during crash calls. Training in ACCS also guarantees access to training you might not otherwise receive, including safe sedation, airway management, and invasive medical procedures. Reason 2. Gain confidence and understanding. By undergoing ACCS training you'll start to feel more comfortable in all types of the hospital environment, including theaters, inpatient wards, the emergency department, the intensive care unit. You may end up thanking yourself for the exposure to these environments when you end up there during an emergency. Not only this but having worked in these departments you'll have a much better understanding of how these teams work and what resources they have available to them. If you choose ACCSM or anesthetics, you will have more skills available in your toolset, 
it might save having to plead for help from the busy medical registrar or first on-call anesthetist. Reason 3, Career Flexibility Not everyone knows exactly where they're headed in medicine. If you know that you like managing acute and emergency patients but don't feel ready to fully commit to a speciality, ACCS might be the choice for you. If you choose one of the ACCS specialities but later discover that you're better suited to another, you have the option to reapply to that speciality. Each branch of ACCS training will take into account any of the training you've already completed in your first two years. ACCS also helps you meet the requirements for complementary speciality experience if you wish to enter higher training in intensive care medicine. If you wish to complete the CCT in your parent's speciality and combine this for a dual CCT with intensive care medicine, ACCS is arguably the best path to choose. Important qualities for an ACCS trainee. Ability to perform well under pressure. Hand-eye coordination. Adaptable and cooperative. Keen to learn procedural skills. Enthusiastic about acute care. Problem-solving and lateral thinking skills. The ACCS curriculum. The ACCS curriculum for the first two years is identical, though trainees must use their parents' specialities e-portfolio. The curriculum is based on 11 learning outcomes, LOWs, which together fulfill requirements for the GMC's generic professional capabilities. These LOWs are Care for physiologically stable adult patients presenting to acute care across the full range of complexity. Make safe clinical decisions, appropriate to the level of experience, knowing when and how to seek effective support. Identify sick adult patients, be able to resuscitate and stabilize and know when it is appropriate to stop. Care for acutely injured patients across the full range of complexity. Deliver key ACCS procedural skills. Deal with complex and challenging situations in the workplace. Provide safe basic anesthetic care including sedation. Manage patients with organ dysfunction and failure. Support, supervise and educate. Participate in research and manage data appropriately. Participate in and promote activities to improve the quality and safety of patient care. Each placement of the first two years of ACCS provides opportunities to fulfill different parts of this curriculum. Some speciality-specific skills you will learn include safe procedural sedation, anesthetics, management of invasive monitoring, ICM, treating injuries and trauma, M, and managing the acute medical take, IM. Each placement will also give you different opportunities to learn ACCS procedures to complete low 5. ACCS Core Procedures You are expected to learn these procedures in the first two years of ACCS training, in addition to speciality-specific procedures during the final one to two years. Plural Aspiration of Air Chest Drain, Seldinger and Open Technique Establish Invasive Monitoring, CVP and Arterial Line Emergency Vascular Access, IO and Femoral Fracture-slash-dislocation manipulation. External pacing. DC cardioversion. Point-of-care ultrasound-guided vascular access and fascia iliaca block. Lumbar puncture. Throughout ACCS training you should give evidence for completing each learning objective by mapping portfolio forms to the conditions. 
These forms differ depending on which speciality portfolio you are using, and can include a CAT, Acute Care Assessment Tool, CBD, Case-Based Discussion, HALO, Holistic Assessment of Learning Outcome, Mini-Sex, Mini-Clinical Evaluation Exercise, MSF, Multi-Source Feedback, 2. Teaching Observation, ALS-Advanced Life Support, DOPS, Direct Observation of Procedural Skills, IAC, Initial Assessment of Competence, MTR-MCR, Multiple Trainer Report-Multiple Consultant Report, KEPAT, Quality Improvement Project Assessment Tool, PDP, Personal Development Plan, Logbooks, Supervisor Reports, Reflections, while some core training programs previously used lists of conditions that must be seen for a trainee to progress, ACCS does not ask for evidence of particular presentations and instead makes a recommendation that a trainee should become familiar with a number of conditions, found in the 2021 ACCS curriculum document. Study leave and courses for ACCS trainees. As an ACCS trainee, you are permitted an annual entitlement of 30 days study leave, though any mandatory training days will be deducted from this. Study leave is a fantastic excuse to get away from the shop floor and focus on skills that you're interested in, or feel are a weak point. You will also have a study budget to use on paid courses from which you can pay for your course, as well as transport and accommodation. This must be signed off by your educational supervisor as well as your TPD, so don't try to book a cheeky five hotel. While some deaneries have unlimited study budgets, so long as you can convince your supervisor and TPD that it's worth it, others set a hard limit on how much you can claim. You might be lucky though, as come January your TPD will likely have some extra funds in the budget that needs spending before the end of March. By attending a course during your ACCS training, you can get a break from the day job, learn a new skill in a supervised environment, Earn points for speciality applications. Impress interviewers with commitment to speciality. Work on a weak point in your skill set. Clinical seminars, workshops, and courses for ACCS trainees. Clinical courses are aimed at filling gaps in your knowledge and honing your skills. If you know of any clinical presentations that make you shake like a leaf when you come across them, this is a perfect way to learn without fear of judgment from your colleagues. Courses that might suit ACCS trainees include Simulation days Skills workshops such as an ECG course Treatment review seminars Clinical update courses Exam courses for ACCS trainees Exams for core training are notoriously difficult and passing them is a requirement for progression to higher speciality training. If you're at all worried about passing your exams then it's worth booking an exam course. For us-based courses it's vital that you have experienced the conditions you might face. While the day job does a decent job of preparing you for this, on a course you can find some of the more weird and wonderful presentations that you don't come across often. It's also a wonderful way to assess how good your examination and communication skills are. Exams during ACCS are specific to your parent's speciality. Emergency medicine. MSM primary. MSM intermediate SBA MSMAS. Internal medicine.
MRCP Part 1. MRCP Part 2 Written. MRCP Part 2 Paces. Anesthetics. FRCA Primary McHugh. FRCA Primarius. FRCA Primary So. Procedural Skills Courses for ACCS Trainees. Procedural skills are key to ACCS training in the first two years, and all parent specialities have specific procedures which need to be signed off before higher speciality training. Although the training program will give you opportunities to learn mandatory procedures, you can get ahead of the curve by attending a course. Ultrasound courses are also an excellent idea for ACCS trainees, making sure that you never fail an attempt at vascular access, though you might want to keep this quiet unless you want to spend your days putting in difficult cannulas on the wards. Fusic-slash-famous courses will give you the skills to quickly assess acutely unwell patients to help with your management. Professional Development Courses for ACCS Trainees Whether it's patients, relatives, or colleagues, you will always need to keep on top of your professional development if you want to feel confident in your ability to manage difficult situations. All placements in ACCS involve treating acutely unwell patients, so you must know how to communicate clearly and break bad news. By booking a communication course you'll be able to make mistakes in front of a tutor rather than a patient.